Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Common Sports Nerds podcast for episode 46 on October 13th, 2021. And I'm Jocelyn Freeman alongside. Zachary What's going on, guys? <laughs> and a little um, mix up with the audio alongside Tanner Hume. And Jesse mm, Frazier, as usual. So uh, we're going to. Uh, we're just going to get right into it with probably one of the best uh, headlines anybody's ever uh, seen in in college sports recently, that being Texas A&M um, in football beating Alabama 41-38. Yeah, well, who the hell saw this coming? <laughs> Texas A&M isn't even freaking ranked, and their offense has just been – and bad. I mean, their defense has been fantastic, but oh my god, they're well. You know what? My dad always told me this: any given take can be on an any given day. <laughs> yeah, That's but what it is? Any given, any given Saturday. Any, any given Saturday, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And Alabama did a free fall um, from they, no, they, they were like... number one ranked. Now they're number five ranked. Let's go, Georgia boys! Yeah. <laughs> You know what this is like? This is like the freaking they were putting they were playing Tom Petty's free falling while they were losing to the to the Texas A&M. And I'm free. Copyright strike. <laughs> anyway. But now we got NFL week six. Five. Without further ado, here's the NFL week five review. Oh, we're gonna we're starting gonna... with Thursday night. We got what was a a good NFC West matchup between the Seahawks and the Rams. Jesse until, versus Jocelyn until the third freaking quarter. My Rams, when Russell Wilson's, my Rams. When Russell Wilson's finger decided to go transformer <laughs> mode, but basically proceed to break down during the middle of the transformation. Yeah, and I'm just a fan of a football team in LA. Not just the Rams, but just the football team in LA. So I guess it is the Rams. Why oh, not? wait, the Chargers. Well, I was about to say, you could root for the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, you could. But uh, yeah, Russell Wilson, in, after getting his uh, his middle finger blocked by, uh, by Aaron Donald, uh, is undergoing surgery and will not be able to, uh, and will, will miss up to eight weeks, eight weeks. for the ruptured finger tendon. And as well as the uh, fracture dislocation. So Russ, if you so Russ, if you wanted to pull an Earl Thomas and give the and give uh, coach the thing the finger, uh, you really can't. Sorry, sorry, man. Well, he's got his other hand though. He's got his other hand. He does have his other hand, just like Deshaun Jackson has is two of them um, and and legs enough to um, to scamper off for or his forty fifth fifty fifty plus yard. Reception, putting him two above Randy Moss, and this, this, and I'm not really sure how many behind Jerry Rice, but he is now second and all time in in receptions longer than 50 yards. Yeah, pretty good game, no, no less. I was watching the whole game, and it was actually really good. I'll give credit to both sides for putting on a fantastic matchup for once, especially in the Thursday night primetime slot. Now, what wasn't a into fun in game was a uh, was Jets net uh, was Jets and Falcons and in 
in we'll go across London the town. pond, eh? <laughs> Got my fucking cup of tea here, mate. Yeah, I. Don't worry, we, but we can't be too offensive, though. We have a listener from Wales. We can't be too offensive, though. We have a listener from Wales. The Welsh people, come on. But, uh, but yeah, I joked. Uh, I joked a little bit last uh, a few uh, weeks ago about how uh, game about how this game was probably going to be. You know, one that you're going to you know, wish you were watching CBS Sunday morning instead of. <laughs> and honestly, yeah, that, that sounds about right. It was, uh, I mean, the best part about this is that uh, Kyle Pitts had his first uh, breakout uh, game catching nine in passes for 109 yard, 119 yards and a single touchdown. So anyone yeah. that's him in fantasy, congratulations. Now you're obligated to, you know, to start him every single awesome. just in case he has yeah. a uh, just in case he puts up those numbers again. Right. And I feel like, honestly, no, fucking... I would have preferred a Manchester United game over this. Yeah. yeah. This was a shit show game. Yeah, and the <clears throat> Falcons almost choked again, too. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah. I, uh, I was like... It was like, what? What was it, like a 20-something to 10? What was it a 20-something to 7 lead? They had a... I think they had a 20 to... Uh, a twenty to three uh, lead, and, uh, and oh, Jets, okay, okay. Uh, Jets came back to like, <laughs> like thirteen. Uh, Jets got to like thirteen points, and and everybody's like, oh, oh, Atlanta's gonna Atlanta again. But congratulations, Atlanta! You you, you finally piled on to something. Yep. Well, from across the pond, we go to. To another desolate franchise in Houston, where we see our Pats take on the Texans, and what was a possible biggest fuck you to all Pats fans from the first half? Seriously, yeah, how I, the hell do you let? Seriously, how the hell do you let uncircumcised Dick Neck put up three hundred and nine passing yards that game? Yeah, the uh, yeah, that uh, this game was awful. The uh, like, I don't blame <clears throat> CBS for putting. I do not blame CBS at all for uh, say uh, for uh, for putting Houston in at a B and in the Patriots at a B minus for uh, for their performances this game because is oh my god this this game sucked oh no I mean, it did oh god yeah at least Hunter yeah. Henry got uh, uh, had a good offensive performance because it's mostly just been Jonu Smith. Uh, of the two tight ends, yeah. But... I like Connor Henry in New England. He's, I think, he's performing well. But also, my favorite part of the game was when they showed a shot of uh, Mac Jones, like with some blood on his, like you know, near the neck part of his jersey. <clears throat> and that's the moment I thought Mac Jones must have saw that Alabama, Alabama game yesterday, and he decided to go on a murderous rampage in Houston. Fun. That's just Mac Jones being Mac Jones and doing Mac Jones things. Like being a statue in the pocket and having no offensive line. Well, that's what happens when it's our injuries are COVID list. I mean, not the stat I mean, at least for the mm-hmm. for the offensive line thing, but man, that <laughs> that dude is a statue. And from an, from one shitty game to another shitty game up in Minneapolis, you know, as we see as we see the Lions take on the Vikings, 
Lions, what the fuck are you doing? You know, someone should really tell the Lions to never go up 17-16 uh, with less than a minute left. <laughs> this is the second yeah. week in a row this has happened. Mm-hmm. And- you know what, though? You know what, though? I will say this. The part that I feel bad for is Dan Campbell. Yeah. If you saw that, if you saw that post-game conference, dude, he was in fucking – he was broken down. But, again, I feel I feel like if – again, I feel like the if this game – um, was really indicative of anything. It was, uh, it was the fact that the, uh, the uh, it was the fact that uh, again, and the uh, the Lions don't have uh, as great of an offense without uh, Kenny Galladay or Marvin yeah. Jones. But like, but you get a feel for Dan Campbell though. Like the thing, like the way that you saw his press conference, that shows he gives a shit about his team. You know he'll he gives a shit about. He'll, be, he'll bite off a kneecap for this team. Mm-hmm. He'll do anything for that team. But uh, but they but they do also. Uh, but now he's gonna have to bite off a kneecap without uh, without the uh, the franchise center Frank Ragnow because he's gonna be out for the season with toast uh, recovering from toe surgery. Insert Panay Soul probably. Panay Soul I think is already uh, is. Is already on in that O line. He's he's on the outside. He, oh, okay, okay. I thought he was like a, I thought he was a center, but that's my fault. Yeah. But let's get the other thoughts on the other guys here. <laughs> yeah, well, so what do you guys, guys think of? Um, I was gonna ask you what you guys think of the Lions going forward. The Lions. They, they really need to get weapons for Jerry Goff. Yeah. They, they, they got to get weapons for Jerry Goff. They got to make, yeah, they got to make a move and over the deadline. The The question is, what move do they need to, what move do they need to make? They need weapons. They need offensive line. I know, but, uh, but like, the only, the only thing I could really see them doing is using one of the picks that the Rams gave them for, uh, is using one of the picks the Rams gave them for taking on Goss contract. Yeah, at least you can use that pick as trade bait because the Rams are going to be good. Right. So you can yeah. use that pick as leverage on a trade, saying like, "Hey, what would it? What would this pick here from the Rams that we got in a trade? What would that do for us? Like, what could we get if we were to package something else with it? It's like, oh, we can give you." Like, what do you need? It's like, oh, we need this. It's like, okay, I can give you this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Dan, Dan Campbell, like like you guys said, he does, like, you know, care for his team. Unlike his o- other 0-5 counterpart. Oh, Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Yeah. We'll get to them in a bit. But what's yeah. more on? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say something that's gonna be relevant to uh, to Jacksonville and also uh, the Raiders. But we'll get into the Raiders thing. Oh yeah, we'll get to that later. Oh god, there's a mess there. So we got we gotta go on down the Charlotte, and we gotta see the Carolina Panthers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Brett Coleman cursed the. Uh, I think Brett Coleman cursed the Panthers because what is it? He made a video when they were three and out. Uh, about how stacked their defense and so I was saying nobody can stack nobody can and uh, beat the 
the Panthers defense so far. And now, sure. and now they're yeah, guess what? Now you jinx that Philadelphia. Then, yeah, you jinx that now. So that so that credibility is down to shitter. Yep. That credibility definitely went down to shitter. Poor Sam Darnold, dude. Poor Sam D. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking at the score of the Washington New Orleans game. Did somebody screw that up? Because yeah, someone yeah, somebody screwed <laughs> yeah, somebody messed it up and and gave Washington 33 points instead of 22 and vice versa. Okay. All right. So the right. Okay. But yeah, speaking of that game, Done. we got another uh, instance of the, of the turnover bakery in business. But this time, it's from Taylor Heineke. No, Jameis Winston did throw a pick as well. One pick. Heineke threw two. Oh, so they're, I guess they're, I get, what are they, conjoined owners of a business now? I mean, Taylor and Jameis Bakery of turn. I don't know what the fuck they call it. I don't know. But, uh, but it was a sloppy game. It was a Definitely could have been, been better. Antonio, eh, at least Antonio Gibson is doing good. Yeah, so was a Mark Calway. Jesus Christ, that guy. Yep. I think he's going to be a good uh, play for the Saints going forward if Jameis can keep getting passes off to him. I mean, it's Jameis. He's get, he's gonna go for uh, for a uh, for really long passes. And it's like the dude can air it out, but uh, but we were uh, but the whole verdict about you know, Josh Allen when he was uh, when he was in the when he was a rookie was that uh, the dude can air can air it out, but he has no idea where it's going. That's more. Well, but, but it's like he had, he had a he had a nice cannon arm, but he had. Massive accuracy issue. Accuracy issue. That was the main gist of it. That was the whole point of it. Exactly, and that's sort of the thing with Jameis as well. Is yeah, but the thing is though, he better get that take fixed quickly because that's gonna screw him if he if he can't see the formula like that. It's his seventh season in the league. I have a feeling that if he he hasn't fixed it by this point, he's probably not gonna fix it anytime soon. Yeah, that's fair, but he's gotta do something. Just like, uh, but the team that's gonna that is gonna change their uh, uh a bad habit is uh is, is Tennessee getting off their uh their losing streak with the nice uh, one against against Jacksonville and uh congratulations to anybody who has Derrick Henry on their fantasy team. That, yeah, Zach, that's you kicked me. my you kicked my ass though. I'll give you credit for that, dude. You yeah. kicked my ass. I'm thankful I wasn't facing him in any of my leagues. Well, except for the one that we're in, but we'll get to that. Well, that's something else. But yep. Tannehill, nice game. Derrick Henry decided to be a fucking bulldozer once again and just go off. And hey, Trevor uh, uh not Trevor Lawrence, uh James Robinson. You know, maybe James Robinson mm, is right now is proof enough that they didn't need to draft Travis Etienne. Sure. Well, here's my point. Here comes all the Jacksonville fans to say, James Robinson's better than Derrick Henry. Well, yeah, has, your, has James Robinson ever bulldozed somebody to the next oblivion? Question, though. What Jacksonville fans? The Cons. And the mascot. Emperor, and Emperor Lemon. That's, that's really it. But any thoughts, you guys? Because we haven't heard from you guys in a little bit. 
Not you, especially not you, nude from Jess, Jesse. Yeah, I want to get you guys some love. I'm good, man. <laughs> so I guess we're uh moving we're, on to um, I guess the uh, what do we call this? Do we call this the annual shit stopping of Miami, or do we call this the annual shit stopping of Miami? Uh, we call uh, we call it uh, we call it my. We call it congratulations, everybody who uh, still has Miles Gaskin on their fantasy team. He put up a good game. Now you have to play him for every single. Uh, now you have to play him for every single game, lest you uh, leave him on your bench for an, uh, and he goes off again like this because is I don't know when you uh, when you what have you that just has not done anything, and yeah. uh, and then you leave him on your bench and he goes off for. Uh, for almost a hundred yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good day in that in that sense. Yep. Another good day. Tom motherfucking Brady. First time in his in his career where he threw for four hundred yards, five touchdowns, and no interceptions. He's threw for four hundred yards multiple times this season. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but in that uh, yeah, but that specific set, stat line is. Wow. Yeah. Is, How many times have he has he done five touchdowns this year? Like three now? I think three games, yeah. Three to five, yeah. Two or three. And then for 400 yards, I think at least two or five. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm my fantasy team. I'm always in rock, rock and hard place. Like, I, I sometimes I have a hard time deciding whether I can start. I'm starting Tom Brady. Oh, my Jackson. Jackson. No, I know because they're both equally good. It's a good yeah. problem to have. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is a problem to have. But if, but if you're like me in my Yahoo League, you can start both. How the hell can you start both in your Yahoo League? I can't do that. For some reason, it gave me a weird – my league had a weird setting where you can start two QBs. That's that's fucking cracked, too, dude. Sure. Yeah, but what, what else is yeah, – another thing that's cracked was the kicking in the Cincinnati-Green Bay game. Jesus Christ, how the fuck do you miss that many kicks in a game? That uh, that was that wasn't cracked. That was just cracking me up. Yeah. Like seriously, miss kick after miss kick after miss kick after miss kick. It's like, oh my god, can you make a goddamn field goal? Mason yeah, Crosby. Until, came. Um, yeah, until Mason Crosby actually make the field goal. I thought that this was. I thought that this was gonna end in a tie, and I would have laughed my ass off. Like, like, it's, like Perna, it's like Perna said. Any game with three missed field goals should result in a automatic tie. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. But uh, uh yeah, Devontae Adams. Adams, I think for the, uh, I think like for the first time, um, um for any receiver this uh, this season so far, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and had two hundred, uh, had over two hundred yards. And like y'all, y'all always have one. Uh, one game, uh, one or two games a year where someone uh, goes off for 200 yards. I mean, we had uh, Tyler Lockett going off for uh, for 200 uh, for 200 and a, uh, and three touchdowns last year. You had yeah, uh, you had freaking uh, Tyreek Hill having 206 yards in the first quarter. Yeah, they uh yeah. Look at this was a good game. The only thing that ruined it was the kicks. Yep. Like I feel that if all the kicks were hit, 
this would have been a, this would have been my game of the week, but this was not that case. But what also uh, ruined the but all, but what also ruined the game was uh was what happened afterwards with Joe Burrow taking to the hospital for uh, a broke contusion, for a broke contusion, and that's uh oh that uh, he's out of the hospital now and he'll and he'll be fine. They said. Thank uh, thank God we can't we can't have another year uh, where uh, the injury gods. And decide to smite Joe for doing nothing. Yeah. So we'll go from we will go from the confines of Cincinnati, Ohio to the Mile High in Denver, Colorado, or rather the Yinza Lane. I don't know where the fuck this game took place. I think, it was, I think it was in also Miami. I think somebody got the I think somebody got the record switched up for the Broncos and Steelers. No, uh, no, that's, that's Pittsburgh won. Yeah, Pitts. Yeah, Pitts oh, no, okay, one okay, and three okay. before no, this I'm game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I saw that wrong. But yeah, yeah the, uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater had a pretty good game. It was just that uh, the Pittsburgh defense uh, had uh, a better game. Sucks that the Broncos gonna have their bench warmer this week. It was probably too busy drinking bench warmer brew like I am. That's not even the right blend. The uh, the Pittsburgh had their bench warmer, is, is, and yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, Clay, oh, the, uh, the ad's already been put. The ad's already been put. Yep, Claypool went off for uh, for a pretty nice uh, for a pretty hefty sum, um, but uh, uh, Juju no longer Juju's on that beat. He ju- he Juju's on that IR because he is out for the rest of the season with a short. Uh, Recovering from shoulder surgery. So, so as much as people want to dog on in Juju, that's that's like their their number two receiver that they that they've just lost. Well, who's their number one receiver? They lost. They they didn't they haven't lost their number one receiver. They haven't lost they haven't lost Claypool yet. Oh, okay. Good, good. But now the question is, can Deontay Johnson really step into that role as the number two guy? Well, I mean, the dude's got to find his hands first. Maybe pull him out of his ass. I mean, uh, I mean, one thing that the that this team has never hasn't been good for, good at for a while has been in catching the football. But, but speaking of catching things, the only thing that the Oakland Raiders are good at catching is controversy. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to it. Let's let's talk. Oh, let's talk about the game first. Yeah, the Bears actually both teams kind of look like shit. Justin Fields did all right. Derek Carr did decent. Hunter Renfro did decent. And talking about, I don't know the other guys. I don't know the guy's name. I just put Herbert in, but it's not Justin Herbert. It's somebody yeah, else. But what are you talking? They did all right about though, but he, this game was kind of shit. Yeah, what are you talking about? Derek Carr did did crap. I. I said, I said he did decent. Yeah, what are you talking about? He did decent. He he threw for two hundred yards, but but no touchdowns and an interception. And the yeah, he couldn't even score without uh, the leg of Daniel Carlson. Yeah, Tyrant's free. Yep, but uh, but yeah, I I started this dude over Wilson and 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 even. And got less points. Yikes. 
Yeah, not good. But but if we want to talk about a high-scoring game unlike, unlike this <laughs> one, then let's go to the conference of SoFi, where the Chargers took on the Cleveland Browns. In one of the in one of the highest offensively productive productive games in NFL history. A total it was, it was, yeah, definitely the highest one this season. Definitely the highest producing game this season. At least so far. Uh, 1,016 yards of total offense, and it was the first time a team lost a game after uh, after producing over 500 yards of offense and five touchdowns and, and zero turnovers. Well, you know what? To that, I just simply say the Browns got a Brown when it comes to that record. The uh, but holy crap, the uh, uh Justin Herbert had a fantastic game in, t- in throwing four touchdowns, two of which to Mike Williams. Um, and I'll say it again, it is really nice to see Mike Williams um, step into the role that he's uh, that he has. Oh, yeah, like at, at this point, it's at this point, it's it's debatable as to it's now debatable as to who's even the in the true number one guy in in LA is it is it Keenan Allen or is it Mike Williams I think it's interchangeable between the two I swear well I mean uh, well I mean most good most good teams have uh, have two uh, have one of their wide receivers be be like the spectacular route runner and the other one being the in the in the insane deep threat uh, Williams fills the fills the deep threat role and uh, and Allen fills the uh, uh, the uh, the route running role. Well, so yeah. And when they're uh, and when I mean, both are uh, and when the offense is productive enough, it's hard to even tell uh, which one is the uh, is the uh, the true number one. But uh, with with Cleveland, they they also did fantastic. Uh, Chubb going. You know, what, you know, it would have been nice if they didn't miss a kick. At some point in the game, it also would have been nice if 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 Cleveland's defense didn't literally drag Austin Eckler into the into the end zone on, on the last. Yeah, game. that would have been nice too. But you know, the Browns got a Brown, and in, in the case where the Brown Brown. And uh, but hey, David and Joku finally he had a fantastic game for himself. Seven catches, oh, yeah. forty-three yards on the touchdown. Absolutely, freaking lovely. Let's uh, but. Johan, Zach, looks like you have something to say. Uh, no, I was, I was just no, because like I went, I looked over at your thing. I was like, mm, does he have something? I'm like, wait, I think he has something to say. I just wanted to check. I, I just, um, you know, I just thought it was a good game. Uh, probably the least expected that that I I would see um you know high scoring like that, but just uh, just being honest here. Honesty is best policy. No. What about you, Jess? I was excited. That Browns game was awesome. Kind of saved my fantasy season. So, <laughs> I mean, having Eckler on uh, on my fantasy team really helped out uh, things. Yeah, uh, Yahoo fantasy, anyways. But uh, we're gonna go. For but the- yeah, but from one team that did the Browning to another team that did the derping, it's the Cowboys and the Giants. Yeah, the uh, uh what is it, uh, Mike? Daniel Jones ended up getting hurt in this game, 
And uh, I guess half the stat line. And now here comes the bench warmer and Mike Glennon. Yes. Half the uh, it seems like half the stat line is in is deleted from the um, the Giants thing. But uh, eh, it's funny how there are now only three eh, three players from the uh, eh, there are now only three players from Week One on the Giants and its roster that remain untouched by injury so far because eh, Saquon Barkley also uh, went out with a with a giant uh, with a giant. An ankle sprain in in week one. In yeah, week one. no, that, that looks like his fucking ankle was trying to ingest a potato. Yeah. Not uh, even so, cooked, just freaking raw. So the only three players that remained untouched are, are, are tight end Kyle Rudolph, guard, guard Will Hernandez, and tackle Nate Solder. So they have... They have old people and Nate uh, and and Will Hernandez. Yes, this team is. But so, as for the Cowboys, three hundred and two passing yards, three touchdowns from Dak Prescott, and apparently Cedric Wilson also got a throw in for twenty two yards. Oh. Is Zeke is Zeke back? Yes, sir. He's got to be back. Okay. It's like it's so weird seeing everybody hate hate Zeke. Although I think that's what you just should have got him last week. Yes. <laughs> what you just shitting on him last week? That's one of the most hypocritical statement you could have said. I uh, <laughs> write about sports. It's my job to be hypocritical. Caught in four K. Hey, we'll we'll talk about getting caught down in that in 4K you know, later on. And, oh but, yeah. God, yeah. But but yeah, let's I, move on to Arizona, San Francisco. And can somebody please explain how in 2021 the Arizona Cardinals are somehow fucking five and out? I I want to ask a ask a better question. And how has this been in like the first really good game DeAndre Hopkins has had since since week two? I don't know, but whatever the hell Arizona's smoking, it's working. Yeah. They're smoking defenses. That's what they're doing. Yeah, no, also off- offenses in a way, too. Like, also, I actually love, love that duo of J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones. Yeah. Uh, it's, proven to, it's proven to be a beauty. I think That's also hard. Chandler Jones ended up getting, getting tested positive for COVID recently, so... Oh god. So, may, so maybe maybe hold, maybe curb your enthusiasm on that one. They're five and zero, aren't they? So they are five and zero, but they are five and zero. But just just be a little wary of that defensive line. Yeah, but anything could change. I guess. Like, and also, time. be wary of the freaking of the freaking Chiefs, or as I saw oh, God Sunday night, call, or or as I'm now. Uh, sort of calling them, I guess, Kansas City Pitmasters because is honestly, if uh, if they're calling the Kansas City football team, no, I feel uh, I feel like if there's there's anything that the uh, if there's anything that uh, the uh, uh that the Chiefs would need uh, if there's any time that that the Chiefs get pressured into changing their name, I feel like uh, Kansas City Pitmasters would be, be good. The problem is, I think Pitmasters already. A, 
uh, is already a brand of uh, of uh, barbecue wear. So, or deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Mahomes, yeah. holy crap! Two touchdowns with two interceptions. Damn, dude. One of them for a pick six from uh, Micah Hyde. And I get a pick six. Ba, 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 ba. No, you fucking can't. Well, he can. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, Mahomes looked like shit. Hell, mm. Josh Allen made him look like a bitch in that game. Yeah, I feel. Eh, I don't know. I feel like fifteen three TDs though. Dawson Knox made pretty much made McCall Harmon look like a bitch that game. Hundred seventeen okay. yards on three catches compared to Harmon's nine and seventy six. Yeah, how the hell did uh, how the hell did they uh, let a uh, a tight end that isn't uh, Waller, Kittle, or uh, Kelsey that wide open? I I wish I could explain that, but because Kansas City's like, defense sucks. Also, I want to go back to the New England game for a minute. There was another favorite moment I had about that game: the zero yard punt. Oh yes, that's uh, <laughs> that, uh, there were there were quite a few uh, funny special teams. Plays this year. Yeah, how about no? How about twenty-one missed fucking kicks this week? Or how about how about because we forgot to talk about this in the Seattle game, the the famous double punt. Oh, oh God, that was quite possibly one of the Jesse. You gotta you gotta put your intake on this one because that was bullshit. That was a dumbass play. Yeah, I mean, Seattle's going to Seattle, bro. I don't know. <laughs> hey, 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 the call stood. Zach, get the popcorn. The call stood, and even if he went over the and even if he went over the line of scrimmage, he should uh, the call should have uh, stood anyway because it was cool. Just just let cool plays stand. It did stand. It did. Jackass. It, it did, did stand. It did, and I'm very happy about that. What I'm not happy about uh, with the Seattle Seahawks though is that uh, our secondary is so bad that uh, our defense is so bad that we've uh, that we're now losing uh, one of our starting cornerbacks, uh, Trey uh, Trey Flowers, to uh, because he. Oh yeah, that's right. No, because the Lions cut him. It because he doesn't want to be here anymore. But that's not even uh, the worst part. That's that you thought that was the, uh, the worst part. No, try uh, oh, try working out Blake Bortles. Chino Smith. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, honestly, if I'm to choose between uh, Bortles or Smith, uh, Bortles has had the more the more recent uh, starting uh, starting caliber job. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and he has he has more success too. He's yeah, had exactly. more success, and uh, and he's been in oh, uh, and he's he hasn't been catastrophically terrible. He's just been. He's just been average. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I but guess. On Monday night. Oh, God. I'll let you finish yeah, up. I would rather have. Uh, I would honestly probably rather have Bortles uh, than uh, than Jenna Smith. But No, I get that. But it's time for some Monday night football. Colts, Ravens from the confines of, I believe it was Baltimore. MNT Bank Stadium, where Lamar Jackson set an, set an NFL record for her highest completion percentage in a game throwing over 40 passes. He set the franchise record for passing yards in the game with 442. 
And and damn, Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews fucking went off. God. Yeah, eleven eleven touches, one hundred and forty-seven yards and two touchdowns. Dude, like he's a fucking beast. You know who else is one? Jonathan Taylor. Oh, absolutely. 18 touches, 169 yards, and two TDs as well. This is Carson Wentz too. Like, no, this is a game of quarterback arms. Carson Wentz threw for 402 yards and two TDs. Malar Jackson threw for 442 yards and, and four TDs. This is a quarterback's dream. Yep. But that is but, it no, for I don't know. Of the uh, week wrap of the week review. Now on to um, on to the news, which is probably going to um, piss let's off catch people. let's catch John Gruden down bad in 1080p this time because this started back in 2011. Yeah. So as yeah. a part of that, basically this all stems from the um, the raid of the Washington Football Team facility no, uh, last no, week when we talked about. No, it doesn't. This no, because that's a, that's what a lot of them were saying. Because like because when they did that raid. This isn't connected to the. This isn't connected to the uh, Washington football team um, controversy. Uh, it's just that uh, I forget who it, it was, but someone is saying that. Uh, but someone is saying about the uh, six hundred fifty thousand emails reviewed in that uh, drug uh, scandal, and uh, and the NFL uh, refusing to release them. Um, um, under the guise of confidentiality, people are saying that that is yeah. that uh, they're refusing to release them um, because of the whole John Gruden controversy. Mm. They're not uh, they're not connected, but uh, people are uh, trying to draw connections and between. Yeah. Them. Anyway, right. So here's so here's what happened with John Gruden. I'm gonna say this now before we get into this. Trigger warning for offensive of offensive sayings. And anything that may uh, cause you to get very offended. We apologize in advance, but we're not going to say, you know, the stupid shit. But we're just going to sh- try to sum it up in the best way we can. We're, we're going to be quoting stupid shit. Like, uh, like John Gruden saying, uh, uh, saying the NFL PA director, uh, executive director back in 2011, Demora Smith, has lips the size of Michelin tires. And you can't really be saying that about... Oh, people of color, now can you? That's no, you can't. That is. Like he's, he's, still, he's still the executive director of the NFLPA. Oh, oh, shoot! I he still I, is. I I keep forgetting that uh, that usually it's uh, that the uh, the president is the one that uh, usually uh, changes with uh, with the players. Like I think I think the president right now is J.C. Treader uh, or something. I don't know who it is. But uh, as well as um, news calling Roger Goodell the homophobic f word and calling him, and I quote, a coolest anti-football pussy. I mean, let's face it, Roger Goodell is a clueless anti-pussy, fa- anti-football pussy faggot. But <laughs> hey, I can say that I'm queer. Oh. Okay, <laughs> but- as well as uh, I, I was not expecting you to go there, but we went there. But. As well as making negative references about the drafting of um, of uh, middle linebackers Michael Sam, who was also who had also come out as gay prior to the draft, and which is incredibly ironic considering the defensive end that he had back in Vegas, Carl Nassib, came out as gay as well. It's also, uh, I think, honestly, the funniest part about 
uh, the entire John Gruden thing is that his last game as a is that his last game as a is is the Raiders head coach was against Khalil Mack, who he traded uh, who he traded for some um, dumb reason. But uh, but who is it? Uh, the Rams uh, former Rams head coach Jeff Fisher, uh, uh, who is who is actually also in speculation for uh, becoming the Jack. Uh, the Jaguars or the uh, or the Raiders head coach. Oh, uh, head coach in words. Yes, the most losing head coach in NFL history. Mr. Yeah, that's, that's a bad idea. Don't Hold on. Hold on. And Jeff Fisher uh, actually he ha- actually made a response uh, to uh, uh to the uh to what is it? Uh, Gruden complaining about. Uh, the drafting of Michael Sam saying, "Hello, I, uh, hello, Michael Sam um, was uh, was co-SEC defensive player of the year in 2013, and that's why we yeah. drafted him." Um, no, no, it was more so the mentioning of the Q word in that regard too. Oh, I know, but still, uh, yeah, know, but still, oh, well, oh, well, Fisher said uh, that like we don't, uh, we're not ta- uh, to uh, take. Think any sort of uh, sexual orientation or uh, or race or any other uh, or yeah. any other uh, identity labels was into account to uh, into account uh, when uh, drafting someone is uh, is remarkably stupid. So uh, and so we drafted Michael Sam because he was a, a good player. Now the problem is they didn't play uh, the the problem is the Rams didn't uh, play him at all uh, at all and he no. just, uh, he just spent his his career bouncing around on practice uh, practice squads and uh, and it's unfortunately one of yeah. the uh, one of the bigger what uh, what if uh, yeah. stories of the I end. know he I know he want to play in the CFL for a little bit before I don't know what happened to him after that but, but uh, as well as on he he said that um. Eric Reed should be fired for demonstrating during the national anthem, as well as um, criticizing Goodell in the NFL for trying to reduce concussions. I my mean, question to that, my question to that is like, how the fuck would you criticize a league for trying to limit concussions? Have you not seen what that shit's done? But let's, well, let's also take into into account that this is freaking Gruden, and and, and he'd probably and he'd probably reject the 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 concept of Earth being a freaking sphere, or because it doesn't, because it doesn't, because it isn't, because it can't coexist with good old, good old hard nosed football, and so. Yeah. He, but, but because uh, of all this, John Gruden resigned Monday night. Rich because Bisaccia, God, the Raiders weren't going to do it themselves. Yeah, Rich Basaccia is the new interim head coach. He was he was previously their assistant. And the Bucks decided to remove him from their ring of honor because he was with that team during the 2002 run. And uh, and for people saying uh, saying, oh this was uh, from 11, this is from like 10 years ago. The emails uh, that's when the emails started. They kept going through at the 2018 I think. Yeah, 2018. So uh, so yes, this. Yes. Well, well, in theory, it was is a is a long time ago. It kept going until. Yeah, but what the thing is, 
it doesn't matter how long ago it is. You can't say shit like that and expect to just, you know, not get away with it. Right. Especially when you're employed by the NFL and you're saying, yeah. and you're saying shit, saying the shit, not only about uh, your coworkers, but also about the players and the players in the league. Right. But just Zach, we want to get your takes on it because we've been talking about this. It's leaving you too quiet. So let's get your takes on this because this whole thing's been a massive fucking shit show. Uh, yeah, there's really no other way to put it. I mean, the Raiders weren't going to do it. So, I mean, I'm glad he, he's not coaching anymore and he definitely won't coach again. So, I'm going to say that one dumbass on Twitter that said he was going to be the coach of the St. Louis Battle Hawks of the XFL in 2023. Yeah, I'll give them ideas. I don't know the XFL, so. But what, what about you, Zach? What you got? Um, you don't know how to approach this either, do you? What? You don't know how to approach this situation? No, I don't, actually. No, I don't blame him. Like, no, I don't blame him, dude. Yeah. But thank fuck he's gone. He's... Seriously, so long, just punch him. Anyway, let's uh, let's go into. Well, let's go other news. Um, the NFL will be going to Germany starting next season. Some games will be hosted in the Deutschland. So, you know, this does actually make sense though. When yeah, when the NFL struck, did their uh, did their NFL Europe uh, experiment back in like the eighties, like Germany was one of the uh, was wasn't it the two thousands? So. So it does. It does more. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't that more the two thousands that they tried that shit? I forget. Hold on, I will. Yeah, because I, I thought that was like the two thousands. I, I, that was nineteen ninety one to two thousand seven. Okay. Well, I. Uh, okay. Well, I'm done with. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. oh thanks, Zach, for that. Just coming in. He just said, "Um, Raiders GM Mike Mayock announced that Carl Nassib is taking a personal day." That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I am actually sense. um Mike. The Raiders he am uh, he's actually doing um a press oh, conference. Doing a thing right now? Yeah. Oh my yeah. Um I just got a thing too from the box. Um this is for rap. Uh the Bucks declared that tight end Rob Gronkowski, who didn't practice this week, is out with, with his variety of internal injuries. He will have missed three games. It's Gronk. Of course, he's going to have uh, these insane amounts of injuries. But honestly, I feel, I feel like he just takes CBD because he's done so many freaking ass for that. Yep. But uh, 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 but we also have uh, a pretty cool little story that we that we missed from a few weeks ago. Well, that being Caleb Wagner of uh, Baker High School down in Florida. Uh, back on night, back on, on September 24th, broke Derrick Henry's single game high school rushing records with 535 yards and six touchdowns. Oh shit! Yeah, didn't he um meet uh, Derrick Henry like, yeah. at the last game? Broke, yeah, broke his single game record. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, what's it called? Did he get a picture with Derrick Henry at the uh, at the Jags at the Jags Titans game this week? I thought so, yeah. What state is Baker High School from? What what state is that? Florida. Where in Florida? I have no idea. 
the last the last really big piece of news we have for uh, for the uh, uh, for the NFL is Chiefs running back Clyde Edwards Hilaire is is being put on injured reserve. So that's so that's one element and of that offense that that team is entirely coasting on to and and down uh, down with injury. So yeah. But enough of the football. Finally, we're out of football, even after like nearly an hour of it. Jesus Christ. On to hockey, finally. And the season is underway. Hockey's back in, in the Lightning. And basically, season started with the Lightning versus the Penguins. Lightning had their banner ceremony. And then proceeded to get shit stalked by the Penguins 6-2. to two. Hey, let's... Uh, let's not uh, let's not say uh, let's not uh, think that uh, like uh, that like this was it's just a complete defensive disaster for the uh, for the lightning uh, oh no it was this was a team without Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin this is a team without both the top two guys but let's also not forget that the uh, that uh, three of these goals were against uh, were on an empty net so the, the game was a lot. What's it called? Dan Heinen was the one to get the first goal of the new season. And also former the first Bru- penalty. Former Bruin. And also the first penalty of the new season with a, uh, with a trip. It was a tripping penalty. Okay. With a trip on Nikita Kucherov. Yep. But yeah, 6-2 victory for the Penguins over the, new, over the two-time champ Lightning. Or three-time champ Lightning, but back-to-back. But from that game, we go on to the battle of the new franchises, the Golden Knight versus the Kraken. And the first goal scored in Kraken history was none other than Ryan Donato. And that goal definitely was the momentum that they needed because Vegas scored on them pretty quickly. It was like two, it was like two goals in the, fir- in like the first 10 minutes of the game. And then... And as soon as Donato uh, scored that uh, scored that first goal, uh, they just started getting into their rhythm, and uh, and they uh, ended up uh, making this really close. Uh, was taking it into into overtime before Vegas eventually uh, iced it uh, with a four with a four three victory. Yeah, it was a close game, Chandler Stevenson. But the thing with that one, though, was like um, they what's it called? They freaking um. They fought. He kicked it in. They reviewed it. It looked like it was a kick, but the goal still stood. But and all and all that. It was a good game by the Kraken. They came back three out down to tie the game. But the first three goal scores were Donato, McCann, and Geeky. Picks, picks I believe were from. Uh, Donato was the shark. No. Donato was a, I don't know who Donato was picked from. Pick from the Leafs and a pick from the Hurricanes. Yep. And uh, I think the big question throughout throughout this game for me was honestly, when the hell did did Jonathan Marcheseau get get put in the bottom six? Like that dude, that dude was, was like. I don't the, know. I don't know. Like I think they just figured out the line schemes for it. Because like they do that sometimes during the season, like they figure out the line schemes of like who's gonna fit in where and all that shit. I guess, yeah, but uh, yeah, but but speaking of people trying to figure shit out, Nick motherfucking Suzuki, 
He got paid big. How about how's an eight year deal worth sixty three million dollars sound for someone like, like he's I don't know how long he's been in the in the NHL because I know he was in the AHL for a bit, but in the in terms of the NHL, he hasn't been there very long. He had a nice season last year with the with Montreal, and he's freaking you know he did well for them. But Jesus Christ, that's a nice payday for him. Yep, but uh. I think another thing that uh, I think another another team that's really trying to figure this shit out is uh, uh the the Maple Leafs without uh, without Austin Matthews because he's gonna be out with uh, with injury. For he's gonna be out just for this week. He'll be back next week. And so they're starting Nick Ritchie on the uh, on the first line with Tavares and, and Marner. I don't know why the hell they put Tanner, Ritchie on I don't that want one. to hear it. No, no, no. I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not going to say, oh, my God, Nick Richie on the first line. That's so fucking cool. No. The thing is, like, why put Richie on the first line? Well, when you had, you know, have, it's like, you have, William, you have William, I was like, hold on. It's like, you have William fucking Nylander. Play him on the first line. Give him some first line time. Jesus Christ. Come on, Keith. If you're not playing Boston in, the, in your first game, um, don't no, we'll play Montreal. That's even worse. The, um, <laughs> don't put Richie on the first line um, unless you want to troll all oh, us Boston fans. Yeah. By the Another way, thing, um, was, um, I sent you this on Instagram, Jocelyn. Um, Tom Wilson, ahead of tonight's game versus the Rangers, said he isn't interested in a big physical game. Sure. I'm, yeah, I'm, bull- sure I'm calling bullshit on that one. I am so sure that, uh, that he's is not interested in in a big physical game. I can't wait. Until... He knows he could get jumped. I he so, knows. I really cannot wait until uh, uh until oh caps versus uh, versus who is it? I really cannot wait until oh it's caps the, rangers. Caps versus rangers. That's gonna be a fun. Oh game. I think that's tonight. Wait for real? I, yeah, it's tonight. <laughs> Yeah, this should get nice. I'll get the popcorn ready. But uh, in terms of, we got two new captains in the league that have been named. We'll start off with the Kraken. They named their first captain, and his name is Mark Giordano. With uh, with uh, Jordan Emerly, Yanni Gord, Adam Larson, and Jaden Schwartz as the alternate captains. Who Schwartz? Jaden Schwartz. Jamie Schwartz? Yeah, Jaden Schwartz. All right, I was. Uh, no, and, and and the other captain being uh Boone Jenner, for the Jackets, seventh captain in their team history. Who the who the hell names their kid Boone? Boone. Ah, no. There are a lot of weird names that you don't normally see, but that's okay. Like Mika getting, uh, like Mika. Eight years, sixty-eight million. Eight years, eight million. Remember, Tanner. Remember when we had. Freaking Carter, uh, Carter Nolan on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were talking about how uh, everybody's getting like eight million a year contract, uh, yep. including players that don't deserve. It. I'm not. I'm not saying that uh, that Zabenajad doesn't uh, deserve it, and I'm. I'm especially not trying to suggest su- uh, suggest that Alexander Barkov doesn't deserve his eight years, eighty million. Oh God, in contract. But uh, but like, damn. Again, where did all this cap space come from? I don't. I really don't know. I wish I could explain that, but I there's one that I 
we also uh, we also have the uh, um uh, uh, do we we didn't talk about Barkoff last week so Barkoff getting a nice handsome extension eight years eighty million dollars. You know what is a guy deserving of that and really needs to get a contract like that and he got his contract. Well, uh, Florida, you better you better give this guy a you better w- get this guy to the into the finals. Please. They have the longest playoff series win drought. I, the last well, the last time they won so. a playoff series was the Eastern Conference Finals in 1996. Damn it. There's a longer there's a longer drought than uh, than the Maple Leafs. There's one there's one there's that one. There's just that one. Um McKinnon uh tested positive for COVID. Uh he will be out for tonight's game. But but the uh, his game on Saturday is in question. They don't know if he'll play on Saturday or not. They're still waiting to see on that one. Are, are there um different pro- protocols for like unvaccinated? And vaccinated? Um, I think McKinnon is vaccinated. I'm not like because I know there was only four players that were left unvaccinated prior to the season starting. And do we know who they were? Or I don't. Think so. If you want to read off the next part of the news, while I look that up. Uh, Matthias Ekholm is is like the last uh, the last guy we have uh, with a uh, uh, with an extension in this week, getting in four years, twenty five million dollars. I forget what team Ekholm plays for. Tanner. No, oh, sorry. What team does Matthias Ekholm? Natural. Nashville, Nashville. All right, I uh, uh yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, I mean Nashville definitely needs needs to it needs to figure out what the hell they're doing, in, and soon. Uh, yeah, because uh, um, I just looked it up. Um, the only player that we know of that's unvaccinated is Tyler Bertuzzi. It's just Tyler Bertuzzi. That's the only one we know at this point. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that will wrap it up for hockey, unless anyone else, unless you got something else that I do not know. Or unless I missed something completely, which I'll probably just check really quick. And it turns out it is not. The next is I'll just preview tonight's games, which tonight's games are. As follows, uh, we got tonight starting off with the Habs versus the Leafs at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. Go at Habs. seven o'clock. At seven o'clock, fuck you. <laughs> you hate that. You hate the Habs too. What a fuck you cheering for them. Cole Caulfield. Fair enough. Uh, seven thirty. Okay. Yeah, go me, please. Oh, over, <laughs> thank, over you. thank you, thank you, thank you. Someone, go someone, Just someone knows respect around here. At 7.30, Capital One Arena, we have the Rangers taking on the Capitals. That right. should, that, that um, should, is that on TNT? That is on TNT. The ESP, I saw the game, uh, Seattle game on ESPN last night. That was The graphics were really yeah. good. Yeah, I saw, I saw it after a little bit after um, the Giants-Dodgers Giants game, yeah. which we'll get to later, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, at 10 o'clock, we got the Jets taking on the Ducks from the Honda Center in Anaheim. 
Also at 10 o'clock, from the ball arena. Seriously, why the hell is your name at ball after? Why would you change it from Pepsi? It's the Blackhawks and the Avalanche. Also on TNT. And also at 10 o'clock, we got uh, the Northwest, the Western Canada rivalry between the Oilers and the Canucks from Rogers Place in Edmonton. I would think I would think that the bigger Western Canada rivalry would be it would be the Oilers and the Flames. Well, that's one of the big ones, but that is the biggest one with Flames and Oilers. But that is one of the bigger ones. All right. So we're done with hockey. So and we're gonna move on to basketball, where we actually have a um, special guest with us. Yes, we have our kill him in. We have our first returning guest of the pot. In podcast history, have we have Mister Kester Kefiro? Oh, he's waiting for his audio to connect here. Kester, yeah, we got Kester here. Kester, Kester welcome Kester. back. Cool. Hey, so going on, man? Nothing much. No. Welcome back. So, honestly, like, um, so what's your take on the uh, season starting up in a few weeks here? Honestly, I'm really excited. Um. So opening night. Let me just check who's playing on. I know that the uh, I know that the Celtics and Knicks are uh, one of the opening night matchups. Yeah, those were one of the opening matchups confirmed. Actually, no. It's so it's Nets and Bucks at seven thirty, and then Warriors and Lakers at ten. Oh, okay. Uh, we know Kyrie's not gonna be able to be a full participant. Basically, the Nets announced that he would be uh, sidelined. On basically from all practices and games until he was able to be a full participant, because he is still yeah. adamant about not getting the vaccine. Yeah, that's a shame. That's actually kind of crazy because, like, like, what if he doesn't get the vaccine at all? So, like, will he like not play the whole season? No, yeah. like, those are. I was looking on Twitter and I saw these fucking joke things about like about him possibly retiring. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Kyrie. You can't really count out uh, anything. Mm, no, you can't. But it's just funny to see stupid shit like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still gonna be a good game. Nice and bucks. Uh, I just hope Kyrie comes back this season. If he doesn't, then I don't see the Nets. Um possibly going to the finals or in the championship because I got them I got the Brooklyn Nets winning winning the whole thing. Oh if, damn. If, if, oh, if who are they winning against Kester? The Lakers. I, I'd rather have the Nets win than the Lakers, so I, I think that's a good wow. I think every single fan base would rather have any team win other than the Lakers. Yeah, that's except the except the except the Laker fan base. Of, of course, except yeah. Because of course, you gotta have the Laker fan base sucking off LeBron, pretty much. Yep. And and freaking Westbrook. I mean, for me, I mean, I'm a Russ fan, so I would like it if they won the championship because Russ gets his first ring and medal too. That'd be nice too. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I'm. Uh, I can see the uh, I part of me can see the Jazz is making another deep run in this year. Uh, it's just going to be a question of, of like, like again, are they going to be able to sustain themselves? 
uh, against the other elites like the uh, uh, like who knows, like the Lakers, maybe the maybe the Clippers actually actually get their heads out of their asses for once. Uh, the Nuggets, maybe maybe the uh, the- oh, Josh, I gotta jump in for a second. I'm sorry. Um, this is just coming in. Apparently, the Bruins and McAvoy are working out a contract extension. Oh, nice, sweet. Yeah, baby. Let's, Let's go, go. I don't know what the details are yet. I think they're still working on it. But they have been in contact with this camp. We so we'll continue that. with the uh, basketball. So I just want to get that in real quick. But yeah, I I can sort of see the Jazz is going deep again this year. But uh, in terms of who I have uh, for winning the whole thing, I think I think this is the year where the Nuggets it's finally put it all together. I mean, locking up Michael Porter, they still have Vjokic. They have they the net the Nuggets look really promising this this year. Yeah, I can see someone with the Bucks making a good run as well because they're they just won the championship and they got to defend their they got to defend their title. Yep. Uh, and I think and I think they'll and I think they'll have that chance doing it. I w- I don't know if they would win it again, but it's something to see. Maybe ESPN shifts their pay to smaller markets again. I don't know. Um, with the Nuggets, I think they can go deep. Yes, I believe that they'll go deep. They'll probably have a deep playoff run. But um, if Jamal Murray, I know he's coming back this season, but if he comes back. He doesn't come back for, for some reason that I don't see them going deep, that deep. But I mean, I still think they're probably like the third, or I don't know, because like I want to say that they're the third best team in the West. Because, well, who would you see like other than the Lakers? Who do you see really being the best team in that conference? Suns are up there. The Warriors when Clay comes back. And possibly the Mavericks. Mavericks? She well yeah, because uh Doncic. And I feel like uh Christoph Pajengas might make a comeback. Hopefully. Cause like that like like they have a high ceiling kind of like they could make a run. If she stops, you know, is back to his former self. So, but but uh, we'll see because they got a new coach and all, and they got the chasing uh, kid. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a fair assessment. But what's the like a quick prediction here? Top five from each conference. We can go go around in a circle. I'll kind of start us off. So in first place, they kind of have the Nets going to first place. Second place, I have the Bucks. Third, I have the – I think I have the Heat going third. Um, and fourth, I kind of see the Celts. And fifth, I will have the Sixers. Wow. Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Hot take. I know, right? Very hot take. <laughs> you still – okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. And in the West, I'll have um one being the night. I'll have the Suns be at number one because I don't give a shit about about uh, legitness. 
Number two, I'll have the Lakers. The number three, the Warriors. Number four, the Jazz. And number five, I will say maybe the Clippers. I guess that's fair. Uh, I guess for mine and for for first in the for the East, I'm saying in Bucks Bucks first, Nets second, of uh, Knicks third, uh, Hawks fourth, and. And Sixers fifth, kind of like a kind of uh, a kind of just like a reshuffling of the uh, of the top five from, from last year because I don't entirely see the uh, uh, Celtics Heat uh, any many of these teams um, like shooting up into the top five. If, yeah, if, if, is Ben Simmons coming back? Bum Simmons. Yeah, um, they make, I think I so. Think he's coming back. Well, how long until he gets traded, though? Seriously. Uh, until they get traded. And then for my, and then for Western Conference, I'm putting in Nuggets, Nuggets first, uh, uh, Lakers second, and Suns third, for, uh, Jazz fourth, and and Trailblazers fifth. Hmm. I I think I think Yusuf Nurkic could pro, could possibly have. A bounce back season, yeah. and that would definitely be great for for Portland. Yeah, I think so too. All right, Zach, what you got, buddy? All right, so for East and Conference, I got number one the Bucks, number two the Nets, even without Kyrie, perhaps. Yeah, because they're still good um, without him. I I'm gonna say third. The 76ers, fourth, the Celtics, and fifth, the Hawks. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, despite Knicks fans everywhere. Um, for the Western Conference, uh, I would see the Lakers going number one. I'm going to say the Clippers will go number two. Uh, number three, Golden State. Uh, number number four, Denver Nuggets, and number five, Phoenix Suns. Not bad, the Suns. Not too bad, not too bad. What about you, Custer? What you got, bud? All right, so in the East, one is Nets, two is the Bucks, three is the Celtics, four is the Heat, Five is the Bulls. On the Bulls. Yep. Ooh, I like the Bulls too. Did, wait, didn't Derek Rose just get engaged too? Did. He did. Nice job. Inside Madison Square Garden. That's the only ring ceremony cool. that they'll ever have. That's again. That's yeah. Uh, so my top five in the West are one's Lakers, two is Denver, three is the Jazz, four is the Warriors, and five is the Suns. That's pretty much agreeable on that front universally. Jess, want to wrap it up for us, big boy? Uh, so out of the East, I have the Bucks as the one seed. 
obviously defending champs. I saw the Nets going far as a two seed. Three seed, I'm going to go with the Celtics. Uh, I think their depth is going to be great, and I think that having Al back is going to be helpful. Yeah. Uh, four, I have Miami. And then at five, I have the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, but nice. honestly, that five spot's pretty, pretty like you Tough can switch head. it out. I have like a few teams there. I, have, I think the Knicks will be good again, and I think the Bulls are going to take a big step as well. So, uh, so moving on to the West, I got the one seed. I'm going to go with the. Uh, it's kind of a, t- a toss up between the Lakers and the Suns, but I'm going to go with the Lakers, and then I have. The Suns at the two seed, and then the Jazz, uh, and then Denver at four, and then I have Dallas sneaking in there at that five seed. So, not like that. Not like that. That or Golden State as well too. I think Golden State when they get Clay back, I think they're going to be awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> What's it called? Freaking! I don't expect the Raptors to go far at all. If if they even make the playoffs, I don't expect shit. Again, yeah, no one. Like, sure. I mean, they got pieces, but like no one like. No, they got they got pieces, yeah, but like they don't have the sustainability to get far. They lost the glue. That glue's name was uh Kyle Lowry. Was, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna say it was uh, uh, fuck. Why am I blanking on his his name? Uh, shit. The dude with the weird laugh. I'm forgetting. Oh, Kawhi? Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi. They lost They lost the glue, and the glue's name was Kawhi. Yeah. So, uh... uh All right, so uh, let's do one more thing for basketball. Who do you guys think your MVP is going to be this year? MVP, I think I'm... I'm kind of in the air between uh, Nikolai Jokic... And um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Really, I can see it being Giannis. I could, <clears throat> I could see it being Giannis again. Of, uh, uh, I could possibly see it being, being Trey Young, thing. But of, uh, uh, but part of me feels like, uh, part of me, uh, this might just be uh, the uh. uh uh, the fact that I really like Port, uh, that I really like uh, the Trailblazers, but uh, I think, uh, but I kind of want to see it go to Dame. Yeah. Um, Jess, what about you? I'm gonna go Kevin Durant. KD, another yeah. full season. He's got a full season back, and you saw him in the playoffs. I think he established himself as the best scorer on the planet. So, yeah, yeah. Caster, Luka Doncic. I think I like that's it. what I meant earlier. I didn't mean Jokic. I meant Doncic. <laughs> I mean Jokic. I mean Jokic. I mean, Jokic is good though, but I don't know. I mean, Jokic will get it. Not not two not two years in a row, not two years in a row. Yeah, I don't think he's that good to be back to back. He was great, but not two years in a row. And Zach, I guess we'll ask him when he uh, when he opens up his laptop again. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. I I don't know. I think he's busy doing something, but 
We'll get a take afterwards. What do you guys think um, about the New Orleans Pelicans? Just real quick, I remember there was a lot of questions about Zion coming back. Uh, if they can, if he can remain healthy, then they may have a shot at eighth seed. No, I don't see that. Yeah, I I don't see that team going like anywhere because like they lost their point guard. Yeah, to be fair, they don't have anybody. The only person they have is Zion. And Ingram. Yeah, him too. But like, the main name that everyone knows is Zion. And so if, you, if you want to go like real, real big names that are like going to be like the breakouts, then it's going to be Zion. A lot of, uh, a lot of um, Brandon Ingram slander from Tanner, I see. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't. I don't know the Pelicans players that much. Okay, so get look, fair game. But honestly, honestly, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, not if Zion can come back, they're they have a little bit of a better shot of doing something. But as it stands right now, even even if they get him back, there's just way too much talent in the in the West for them to really do anything. And, uh, and there, there is also the chance that uh, if he's going to be out uh, until like the middle of the season, he might end up being out uh, too long, uh, too long to where uh, it yeah. to try and, and, and come back into the play into the playoff picture. Yeah. But uh, I don't really think there's much. Uh, oh, oh, there's, oh, there he is. I didn't even know he was hurt. I didn't even know Zion was hurt. Zach, when you've been doing a podcast all summer long, you just kind of know these things. <laughs> but uh, Zach, so who do you think your MVP is going to be for this year? For the NBA? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't much. Without putting much thought into it, I, I'd probably say Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's fair enough. I'd say that's pretty fair, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fair in that retrospect. I have an honorable mention. For oh, who you got? Zach Levine. Zach Levine? Ooh, hey. Zach Levine. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, baby. Tatum. Tatum, too. T- uh, Tatum, I could see being in contention, but uh, but I don't know. what. Uh, last year sort of soured my uh, taste for the, uh, for the Celtics uh, a bit too much, and uh, and now I, uh, I have trouble. Oh God! I have trouble, uh, uh, really believing that this team can even uh, can do uh, much of any, uh, much else. I got I gotta show this to you guys. I'm sorry. Lavar Ball just unveiled uh, the Big Baller brand lifestyle shoe. Saw that. Shoes. Yeah, he's got they got shoes now. Sick kicks B. Yes. Six kick sick kicks triple B. But yeah. Hey, don't sleep on the Celtics. Nah, nah. I don't want to sleep on the Celtics, but uh, but yeah, I feel uh but Johnson's still sour after the age, even though he's gone now. Look, uh, look, <laughs> look the first the first hey, can you blame me for saying that? Look, the first big issue that Brad Stevens has made as a as a GM is extending Marcus Smart, I'll say. Uh, I'll just say that. <laughs> Look, Marcus Smart knows how to do one thing. 
It is th- it's throw up a lazy three point shot. No. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, there's no. The, Tanner, what, let the, me finish. The one mistake I think let he made finish. was not signing Taco Fall. That's not a mistake. That is that is not a mistake. Taco Taco is big, but that's literally all he is. He is a gimmick. Yes, a tall dude. That's it. But uh, but the but seriously, I Marcus Smart really when he has the ball, he knows how to do one thing, and that is is throw up a lazy three point shot with fifteen seconds still left on the shot clock. <laughs> he, uh, he is too. every every time he uh, every time he uh, tries to uh, to shoot i'm like just pass the ball just just please don't shoot just pass the ball my guy or just uh or like just go uh, just drive the paint uh, like uh, nobody on the celtics really drives the paint anymore and it's uh, and it's just infuri- infuriating <laughs> That's why we got Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. Yes. Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm really gonna be intrigued about if he, uh, if he plays well and he and we end up uh, pre-signing him, then I pro. Uh, then, then you will have my, uh, my. Uh, uh, then you'll have my vote of confidence back. Yeah. Oh my lord. But of. Uh, uh, I'm not really sure what else, what else to talk about for uh, for basketball. basketball. I don't know. I I really have nothing else. Zach, you got anything else? No. On the work mm-hmm. just one off too, but I don't think he has anything else. But yeah, Caster, thank you for coming back on, dude. It was a pleasure having you. Yeah. And you're welcome back here anytime. Yep, anytime. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. No problem. Great having you back on. Have a great rest of your day, Kester. You too. Bye. 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 All right. We're going to transition over to baseball, which Chess was here to talk about this, but sadly, he's off doing something. Editor in chief doing editor in chief things. So, but yeah, but we got playoff updates to talk about. The ALCS has been indetermined. It is going to be cheaters versus cheaters because it's Red Sox versus Astros. Hold on, hold on. It was going to be cheaters versus cheaters anyway when the Red Sox made it, and I'll and I'll tell you why. The White Sox. No, it's like a fucking. The White Sox will always have the uh will always have uh, the Black Sox the 1919 Black Sox scandal all hanging over there. Yeah. That's the, well, the thing is, the thing is though, it was cheaters versus cheaters in ALDS, and here you are monitoring cheaters versus cheaters in ALCS. That's just what they. That's just what they have, and then, uh, and then with uh, Red Sox, the NLCS, the Braves moved on last night with the with the uh, with the uh, Freddie Freeman home run in the eighth to eliminate the Brewers, and Dodgers Giants was forced with Game Five, and that will be played tomorrow night. Hey Yelich. You should have woken up. Yeah, we just finished up basketball, Jess, and we're on to baseball now. What up? Shout out to Castro. Thank you, Castro, for coming on. Yeah. Um, socks. Red socks. I. Uh, <laughs> here comes Jesse's. Um... So. Uh, 
goes Jesse's orgasm <coughs> about the socks. Uh, who thought? Everyone thought we would get swept by the Rays. Instead, we do a nice little gentleman sweep getting out of that shithole in Florida they call the Trop. <laughs> and <laughs> saving the league from what would be the Everyone uh, also venture. finally has to admit that the Astros are a good baseball team. Key no, or not, they, they're still a great no, because baseball team. Because we got a controversy to talk about. The They've been to five team. straight American League championship series. Yeah, That's well, amazing. That's yeah, but pretty here's incredible. the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. The white, one of the White Sox pictures uh, during like, one of the games. Yeah, how'd that go yesterday? Like I got shot. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it was sure. Or not. I'm not saying it was sure. I'm not taking any sides. I'm just saying that they were again accused of stealing signs. Oh, I mean, it's, uh, oh, I mean, it's a team going against the Astros after 2019. Do you really think they're? Do you really think that? Uh, they're, they're never going to be looked at the same. Whatever. Uh, oh fuck no! I feel oh, fuck no. I feel so bad for Jose Altuve. And I don't and feel bad for Jose Altuve. He's the one. Him and Correa are the ones I don't like. Ha- uh, Altuve. I mean, Altuve. Altuve is good, but like, just, just what happened. You know, yeah, but it's not like it's good. But he's like, it's like a matter of like respect now. So, but Altuve, yeah. But here's the thing: Altuve had no no part in it. Not only did he, not only did he refuse to uh, do it uh, to take part in it, but uh, he got pissed whenever. Or the fucking trash can got uh, got brought out, and uh, and uh, and people will point to into the walk off hit against Aroldis Chapman in 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 2019, and 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 him apparently and his his lip reading apparently saying, saying no, I got a piece on, and and but but here's the problem, people seem to only lip read in in English when. And it is entirely possible that he, that he might have been saying no camisa, uh, which means no shirt, uh, no shirt. Uh, and uh, and he said uh, they're like, uh, it was to cover up a tattoo. Oh, oh, and people will say, oh, there's no tattoo. Oh, when you, if you actually look at footage from the world, uh, from the World Series, he did have a tattoo on his his chest. So, and and honestly, just with everything that's with, uh, with how he played no part in it, and uh, and is is getting all of the blame for it, uh, I I just feel bad for out all two of it. Yeah, but the funny thing here, like Alex Cora is facing his old team again in the fucking ALCS. It's like remember what happened last time it happened. Yeah. Yeah, but like the thing is though, like, here is this is what you call a true rematch. Our championship series that happened three years ago. A true rematch. Mm. But honestly, though, I'm glad they beat the Yankees. I'm glad they beat the Rays. Now, hopefully, hopefully, they get past the Cheaters. Yeah. Uh, who, who do you um, for sure? Hmm? Like, who are you going to think? Uh, well, A, who's going to be in the NLCS? And if so, uh, like, Who's going to win the NLCS? Giants are going to win. And uh, Giants are going to win in the NLDS. And I have a feeling they're going to uh, beat the Braves in six because uh, because we can't have nice things and Atlanta can't have a championship ever. I'll just say the Giants as well. But I was going to say the Dodger, the uh, Braves shock everyone and beat them in seven. I would love for the Braves to, uh, to win it all. Uh, even as... 
No, 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 no. I think if the Braves make it, they're losing the World Series. They're, but, and they're going to do it in hilariously choking fashion. And I'm talking the old three comeback. You're set. Uh, uh, I mean, you're sort of. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's sort of uh, Atlanta's MO at this point is just choke away everything. The uh, Choke away everything. But uh, like. I don't know. It's more. It's more so based off the fact that the uh, that the Braves don't have Acuna. Without Acuna, Marcelo Zuna, or Mike Soroka. So yeah, the Braves yeah. are amazing. I mean, having Adam Duvall, uh, had, having Adam Duvall, Freddie Freeman, and Jock Peterson, and Jock Peterson, and like they have a really good. They still have a really good hitting core, but is it going to be enough? Yeah, that's the that's the main question with the Braves. I'm shocked they even got past the NLDS. Honestly, God, I'm shocked they even got past that. I'm not. Well, because like the thing is like though no, like because like you see like everything they've been through the past few years. You're like, okay, finally they actually freaking did it. They actually got over the hump. The uh, what is it? The uh, I'm gonna say this. The this the uh, what is it? Goddamn the uh. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. The uh, the Brewers were pretty much all pitching. Yeah. Like they had they had easily one of the best pitching rotations in the league has seen in in a while. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Like uh, like I'd say probably the best since it's like the Red Sox in 04. But uh, but like when your bats are falling when your bats are falling silent, especially from. Uh, from Christian freaking Yelich, uh, uh, yeah. paid all this uh, who you uh, who you're paying all this money to. Oh, that's that's not a good that's not a good recipe for uh, for the uh, uh for them to um, to do well. Yeah, absolutely. Man, so um, what is this thing about Verdugo that you have on here? Uh, yeah, uh, Alex Verdugo uh, had apparently has expressed interest in becoming a two-way player uh, uh, by uh, developing into a two, two-way player uh, by 2023, uh, uh, saying that, like, uh, hey, I can uh, – my fastball tops out at 97. Uh, at 97. I can totally do uh, this. And Cora, after uh, hearing that, uh, said, yeah, we're not – yeah, we're not going to uh, do that. Uh, like it's an interesting idea, but uh, but Verdugo this offseason needs to focus on and uh, strength and base running. And as uh, as fun as it would be to have a uh, someone else who uh, who plays like Shohei Otani, he's got a point. Uh, Ver, Verdugo is fantastic. Uh, like he is uh, defensively, he's uh, he's. As it stands right now, he's di- he is he's filling the Mookie hole. Okay, not as not as good as Mookie played, but but he's still doing decent. And but the problem, but the big issue is that like yeah, he's he's clutch as hell, but but like he only had like he had less than like fifteen in home runs in the regular season. Yeah, but we also—I think we'd also be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, that hilarious play in the thirteenth inning, 
we have uh, of the uh, of the uh, of game four of the ALDS. Oh, was that the uh, the one where the Sox won the game, won the series, right? Uh, yeah, the uh, uh, what is it? The uh, uh, 13th inning um, guy on first, Kiermaier uh, hits it, uh, hits it all the way back. It bounces off the wall, uh, then the uh, then the ground, and uh, and whoever's playing right field, I think it was JD Martinez, is and bounces is into the uh, into the uh. Uh, and it bounces is right into the uh, 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 over the wall. Yeah. Uh, and it was called a ground rule double. Oh, uh, and everybody was uh, saying like it should be awarded the amount of uh, it should be they should be awarded a run because uh, that was the amount of uh, because uh, they were totally going to score on that. Uh, play, but the I, my personal issue with uh, that is is I mean you guys were gonna uh, I mean you guys were gonna uh, I mean uh, whether it's a double whether it, whether you scored a, a run or not uh, you were you were down by two and uh, you were down uh, you were still gonna lose off of that two run home run. And yeah. in the bottom. yeah, exactly. Uh, like, I get, I get the, uh, I get the frustration, but it's still, uh, like, mm. uh, there's not, there's not much that can really be done about it, and, uh, right, right, uh, and it, and it would have been just stepping in front of a, a train that was going to its destination anyway. Yeah, that's to say the least. But I don't really know what else to talk about for baseball. No, I don't have anything unless Jess has some, some sort of gem that he's not telling us. Dodgers, Red Sox, that's my World Series pick. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I, I think it's gonna. No, be you know what? I want to see. I want to see something. I want to see Braves. I want to see Braves and Red Sox. But here's a here's a storyline for it. Braves, Red Sox, the battle of the two former Boston, battle of the current Boston team versus the former Boston team. The Boston Ooh. Braves. Yeah, Boston Braves. All right, Zach, take us take us over to the board to the Bears Sports Corner. All right. Uh, so the BSU Bears football. Uh, they defeated Worcester State, um, forty nine to thirteen. Worcester go to, and they went to four and two overall and four and zero in the conference, and they are still tied for first in the Mass Tech. When we go to Framingham State, they're they're tied with Framingham State, yeah. Oh, of course. Um, and our next game, uh, we have like a bye this week. The next game, that's gonna be the homecoming game. Homecoming game, that's right. Against, I'll, I'll uh, probably be down there. I'll probably well, be down there for the game. Everybody, everybody, buy your tickets beforehand. Yeah, I'm I'm working. Yeah, obviously, I'm working, working, for, uh, working that weekend. Work, so. Yeah, I Dodgers? am working that game. So, oh, you want to hook us up? You want to hook us up? <laughs> I, I don't know if I can, like, get, I think it, get I think it can. I, I think so. I don't know. If you, but if you're able to hook us up, let's do it. Common I mean, Sports I'm Podcast. Pretty, pretty sure the they're free for students, anyway. So, 
No, I checked the site. I think it was like um, was it six dollars per ticket? I believe. Last I checked. <coughs> I'll, I'll look at it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I just I didn't know what that was, but um, I could be wrong. But anyway, continue. So, the women's soccer, they're currently two zero and one in the MASCAC. And they're five, four, and one overall, and they are second place in the MASCAC. Who? What? Uh, who are they behind in the standings? Uh, I need to check that. Uh, they're, they're behind Westfield. Westfield, okay. Um, volleyball, they're six and six overall with. The three and one in MassCAC play, uh, and they are tied for second place with Framingham and Westfield. Oh, of course. Yeah, men's soccer. They're four and eight overall record with a two and two MassCAC conference record. And since the MassCAC conference record is what decides the place um, most of the time, they are tied with four four other teams for third place in the conference. Nice. Which uh, which uh, which I actually um commentated their game last night against. Or, uh, well, field hockey. Well, uh, men's soccer. Oh, men's soccer. How'd that go? Yeah, uh, it went good. Um, they they lost three nothing. Uh, and all okay, I would be look. Okay, I would love to commentate a freaking uh, soccer game at BSU. I would love to do that. But just I'll, one. I'll, just... I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up uh, next year um, when we're when we start hiring again. Sure. I can hook you up. Yeah, if I if I'm here next year, but we'll see. Um, we'll figure we'll figure that out though. We'll figure it. Out. Right. But like if like even if it's just like one time, like even if if it's just like a guest appearance, I don't even know if they do that. But but I would love to commentate just one game because because there's someone that's played the sport for a long time. I know a lot of the insight that goes on with that, mm. and I feel like I could be really good at it. Yeah. I played it and I was and I wrapped it. So, yeah. wrapped it. Yeah, I wrapped it. Did you have eyes? No, no. I had I had my highs and lows, but no one ever complained. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain about it. Did you wear your glasses? I didn't have glasses, but I had my stopwatch. I had my whistle. And I 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 um, uh, but field hockey, what a shot. So I got uh, Bears have a four and eight overall record, uh, and two and five in a little east conference play, in which they're 10th in the conference. In which, uh, like in the season, they, um, they have a tournament. It's gonna be long, okay? So, All right. Um, as I was saying, uh, they were tenth. They're tenth in the conference, which means only the top eight teams 
make the tournament. So right now they're out, but you know they could sneak in. Maybe. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to. I have to. Uh, I have to interrupt because I just saw uh, one of the funniest uh, headlines out there. The, uh, yeah. Uh, so the chief safety da- uh, Daniel Sorensen uh, is doing pretty bad. And a Chiefs fan is creating a GoFundMe to buy out the rest of his contract. What? <laughs> yep. What? Yep. There is. How is this real? Like... What the fuck? Oh. oh my! The... Please tell me they did the research on his contract. Of uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the veteran defensive back has had an awful start to his 2021 campaign, missing more tackles than any defender in the league with 12. Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It, it is, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the dude said uh, $25 down, two, uh, $2,461,975 to go. Oh my God, they're actually fucking trying to do They really want to do this. This Oh, my Christ. I love the internet. I love the internet. All right, Kitsing is like, did you finish it already? Or did you have Uh, one more? No. I only got got women's tennis left. And they're on a game, eight game. I probably should have said uh, wrote a match. Eight eight match, yeah, winning streak. Which uh, they're second one in the Little East Conference. They're ten and two in the overall record. Uh, they are second place behind R- Rhode Island Co- College in the conference, which uh, Rhode Island is actually uh, undefeated right now. So, oh great, yeah. And I wasn't doing good though. It's good to see BSU teams do good. Can I get yeah. go Bears in chat, fellas? We got to go Bears in chat, indeed. So it's time for our last segment of the show, you know, miscellaneous, where we talk about anything else that's not related to the, any of the big four sports that we do. J.R. Smith like, uh, golf J.R. Smith. Yeah, we got another J.R. Smith thing. During his uh, first golf, collegiate golfing tournament, he was attacked by a swarm of yellow jacket bees. My man, J.R. Only J.R. Smith. Only J.R. Smith. Oh. I mean, <laughs> the man who thought that uh, the game was tied. <laughs> and gave us one of the best get one of the best memes of LeBron ever. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I remember watching the game once. I think it was like around 2014, maybe. That he like at the foul line, like he like untied a player, another player sneaker. <laughs> <laughs> Sabotage 100. I love that. You'll love to hear that much. <laughs> Fucking Wyzen. What is it? Okay, what if we got J.R. Smith on here for one episode? That would be interesting. Oh, my God. But um, speaking of other things, boxing. We had a boxing thing this weekend between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder for the WBA Heavyweight Championship. And in the 11th round, um, Tyson Fury knocked Deontay Wilder's ass out. To retain the gold, the Gypsy King still reigns supreme. To which uh, internet bitch boy Jake Paul has Let's now go. said, "Oh, congratulations! Now you're on a chance to fight me. Like, bitch, you're not you're not bigger than him. Let's go. <laughs> like, bitch, you're not bigger than him. 
Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I'm eh, I'm not gonna lie. I've sort of just been rooting for Jake Paul in all of these matches because it was because I want bitch. to see I want to see the world burn. You forget that I want to see the world burn, and and, and as a eh, and so I've just been I've just been silently rooting for Jake Paul, eh, for the Paul brothers. And- but the, but here's the question though: Is that gonna be a title fight or is it just gonna be a regular match? It's probably, uh, I don't know, probably going to be an exhibition match. I Because th- uh, can Jake Paul really make way for a heavyweight champ, for the, for the heavyweight championship? Look. Because he's, he's classified as a cru- cruiserweight at two, I think he's at a 220-something, 222-30, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we had Leon, Sp- uh, we had Leon Spinks fight, uh, fight, uh, fight Muhammad Ali in, uh, in a match that was supposed to, this to be just like an exhibition match, and uh, and then he and he uh, he ended up winning. Uh, he ended up beating Muhammad Ali and uh, and becoming the uh, the world heavyweight champion. Yeah. So who knows? It's possible. We don't know though. But uh, yeah. uh the the bad part about uh, the bad part about watching the world burn is that. When the world does burn, there's going to be no more hockey, and and I will not be able to uh, to continue a new YouTube series that I am, am doing. I am doing a uh, for those of you who know of Steve Dangle's LFR videos for Lee Friend Reacts. Thanks. I am doing basically my own own version of that for the Boston Bruins, and it's called Into the Den, where I where I do a. Uh, where I'll be doing a, where I will be doing a review of of every single Boston Bruins game. Um, I the first episode is already up. It's a it's a season preview of the it's a season preview of 2021 2022, and you get to to see and you get to see me unhappy about Don Sweeney again. And, yeah. And you can check out my appearance, my second appearance on the Prairie Puck Podcast, where I talked, where we talked about our predictions for the Atlantic Division for this upcoming season. That should be up, I think, this week. I'm not sure. And as well, if you want, and I got to do the, the plug to end the show. If you want you some already content, plugged Benchwarmer Brew. I don't care. You already plugged Benchwarmer Brew. Don't care. But if again, if you like, if you want some good coffee, go to benchwarmerbrew.com and you can choose from the free blends that they have in store. Pretty good, got pretty damn good coffee. You know, the but if it, that'll wrap up the that show. If no one else has anyone out, if no one else has anything else, uh, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Great to have you guys listening as always. And next week, week six, and whatever else bullshit we have, what other bullshit we have to talk about. So, you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you, Tanner, for stealing my outro again. Good.